Hey, it's Chris Knight, founder of Self Intelligence. Welcome to another episode of the Self Intelligence Podcast, where everyday people just like you can get free expert guidance and support to resolve any personal problem or drama you're experiencing. Have you ever made a decision that has left you feeling deeply humiliated and traumatized? My guest today is Angela, who is a student of self intelligence. Angela has struggled with reoccurring thoughts of revenge after her ex-partner blackmailed her and then emailed naked pictures of her to her workplace. Angela has requested this podcast session to heal from this traumatic event and you may be surprised what is causing the toxic emotions and thoughts to continue. Thank you, Angela, for coming on to discuss a very vulnerable subject actually I was quite moved by your request and and what you put in the form as to what the challenges that you're dealing with it's it's definitely helpful to have support right with this type of thing so I'll let you explain the situation that that has yeah caused this to take place for you so there's was a a boyfriend from the past we met online actually we met in a game you know these online games where you have teams and um, alliances and blah blah anyway uh so we met there chatty chatty blah 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 so you met a guy online yeah (laughs) um uh, i am from romania yeah bucharest and he was from is supposed um is from uh, the united states Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, um, the relationship lasted for about eight months, out of which seven were in the virtual space. Yeah, so online relationship. Yes, I did go there. So I did meet him. I stayed in America for three weeks. So, and then I came back. And, uh, well, he wasn't who he was claiming to be. I don't even know why he let me go there. I mean, why he allowed me to go there because the lie was obvious. What, 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 in what sense are we talking physically or his job or all of everything? Like, what do you mean by that? Just everything. I suppose what he was doing, what he, from his dog that he didn't actually have that. So it's like a made up life, basically. Yes. Where he he initially said he was from Michigan, but I went to to a different state to meet him because in the seven months online he had moved, but then I realized that he he never was in the initial city in the first place. He's always been there where I went and and visited him. So, it yeah, in pictures, the same tiles in the bathroom, in one city and in the other, you know, like technically. Just things that I saw really, really late. I was just so blind. So, yeah, I realized that and I broke up with him. The thing is, what happened after that was a shitstorm of blackmail with my uh, pictures. Because, well, (laughs) being in an online relationship, I, uh, I don't know, I did. I trusted it's weird how I trusted um, that nothing would happen with my uh, naked content, but um, so when we're talking pictures, let's be yeah really clear. You sent naked pictures of yourself to this person. Yes. Okay, and then blackmail came out of this, which means what? What was what was he saying? Now that I look back, it's so silly. Um, I don't even know what he wanted me. To continue the relationship for because there was nothing there really to continue. I think he was just in so much pain that causing other people pain was just enough to to make him happy. But uh, he sent those pictures to my boss at work. Oh, so he actually did send them? Yes. Yes. Um, Yeah, anyway, uh, the the funny thing is that... um, Everybody was like, okay with me and what a dick he is. But I was, I was feeling it the other way around, you know. I mean, they were understanding with me and and blaming of him, but I was feeling so 
ashamed and scared really of the consequences of this thing may have on my life even though my my boss at the time said you know what uh, I didn't even open that email I sent it to security whatever whatever IT blah blah <laughs> and the guys from IT said um yeah um okay we've just blocked his email address for the company and that's all we can do basically but um inside you know the psychological um suffering was so big long story short i i really lived in a shitstorm of fear fear like really fear of what is going to happen to my life yeah now tell me tell me just a little bit about the blackmail what what was the terms of the blackmail what was he asking for it you know, because what i'm guessing there is so you can clarify is he was saying if you don't something um or don't or do this um i'm going to send these photos to people is this correct is that what the blackmail was or did he just start sending photos to people like what what was the actual communication why he actually began sending them i think it was because after i cut up all the um, conversations with everybody i i knew from the chapter with him in the relationship uh i stopped answering anything anywhere you know not messenger whatsapp whatever 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 i just block 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 and that that's when he started to cuz apparently not getting any more attention was triggering for him so that's when he started to actually send the stuff and i think i stopped him by actually responding once to his calls and saying that he um he doesn't have my permission to use anything any content with me and uh that could really get ugly because i in romania it's i don't know it's really not that there aren't any laws about this it's not there's no structure it's not that important but i know that in in the western world this is like really big um and yeah that's when he's top as far as i know if he has sent anything to anybody else they didn't tell me and i don't know but um yeah it, it really <laughs> You know, now that I'm saying it, it seems so stupid and childish. But when I was living it, it was horrifying. <laughs> well, it's uh, it it definitely touches on a whole range of things that is highly charged and traumatic to the ego state, to the my life story, as you mentioned before. And my life story, meaning what's going to happen to me, what are going to be the consequences of having my private information exposed. Everybody can relate to the fear um, and vulnerability and panic that can come around having private information exposed. What might someone do with that? How might they leverage that? How might that, how may they see me now? how can I continue to play the game that I play if it's all been taken away, if I've been stripped bare, you see? So it's, it's, there's, there's a lot in it. Um, and hence why it gets to the stage of serious legal action and, and so on. Um, depending what country you're in, as you, as you're saying, not so of a big issue apparently in your country, but certainly in the U S and that, for the purposes of what we're doing is healing of that past through inquiry, through recognizing that you were saying to me that this incident reoccurs for you in the sense that there's some kind of desire for revenge or some kind of like thoughts, toxic thoughts will come. Can you, can you explain what, what some of those things are? I always create this scenario of going back there with strength and authority and the ability to, I don't know, punch him in the face or <laughs> something, you know, like 
do something to get a little revenge back. I don't know. Humiliate, but not like, you know, I don't even know how to express it. With words, you know, like, you were this and that and da 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 And you're an asshole. Shban, slam the door and leave. And it's just so... It's tiring. I Let's just be clear. It's 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 they're revenge based thoughts. And revenge based thoughts are not <laughs> you know, they're not your thoughts, they're not Angela's thoughts. They're thoughts that happen to anyone who feels humiliated, who feels that their power has been taken away, who feels that they've been disadvantaged, victimized. These thoughts happen. Right? So so they're they're happening and then um in order to feel some kind of power you know getting some power back revenge is just that it's just the perpetrator um, I speak a lot about this that if you become a victim of anything you become a perpetrator Um, in that not that there's not such thing as a victim like you're a victim of this situation in a in a relative sense right if someone's sending naked photos of you to your boss and these things you're a victim of well, essentially a crime, actually. Now, the the victim that we're concerned with is not the law-based victim, but the, the victim um, identity, which you could call victimhood, if you like, which is where you become identified, my, I am a victim. Like, it, it becomes a sense of self. And this is where suffering starts, right? So you're seeing these thoughts and these thoughts are telling you I have identified as a victim of this incident and the way that this victim energy wants to resolve itself is through revenge. And that is a very, very extremely common response to something like this, okay? I mean... You can be as explicit as you like, but what I do notice there, Angela, and it's something for you to inquire about, is is there some self-judgment that you have these thoughts, like you shouldn't be having these thoughts, for example? Before the work with you, they were way more often, and uh, I, don't, I wasn't even aware that I could think that I shouldn't have them, you know? I mean, it was... It was in them. It was, yeah. Um, now, no, I don't think I shouldn't have them. I think I sh- should. <laughs> should. Um, I would like to heal them so that when they come, they're not painful anymore. Have you taken this exact situation through inquiry yourself? I've started several times actually but I I go through the um, trigger log the five things and I get pissed off and I just move away <laughs> I can't I can't follow through because I I start remembering all those things and I start judging myself and I remember um, opinions like how stupid were you, you know? And I, I, then I'm thinking, how stupid was I? Um, and then I, 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 I respond and say, there's a million people who do this thing and this shit doesn't happen to them. And um, there's another part in my head that says, well, I actually look pretty good, so it's really not such a, <laughs> such a bad thing. Um, and ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta, you know? It's so much chatter and I detach from it and I, I look at it and then I go into it and then uh, 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 I just go away. There's a there's a few areas to inquire on this. Okay, and the first most obvious place to inquire is to the situation specifically, which would be when you talked about the trigger log, for those who are not aware of what that means, there are certain thoughts that get trapped and get identified with as reality. So we have should, shouldn't. In this case would be he shouldn't have sent photos. He shouldn't have sent photos to my boss. 
Um, he sh- he shouldn't have blackmailed me. He shouldn't have lied to me um, the whole time about who he who he is and this type of thing. You see, then you have the what if thoughts to be aware of, which could look like. What if he continues to send these photos to people and they expose my, you know, naked body and then they judge me? And what if that means people don't like me and think poorly of me or whatever the case? And I, there's a lot we could go into there. My sense is immediately from what you're saying is to go straight to the meaning. He sent these photos and you sent them to him and he ends up a complete liar. There is a made up, it's a made up identity, you know, on the other end of this. What does it mean about you? That I'm an idiot. Now, can you relate to this is possibly where the biggest charge in this is? Not so much that he sent photos because that is also going to have some charge in it, right? But more that you're a fool, that you let yourself fall into this trap and to, 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 to live out this delusion. Is it obvious to you already that's where the bigger charge around all of this is? Yes. I feel very irritated and annoyed and I am doing this with my foot. Yes, yes, good, good. So when you're doing your shoulds and shouldn'ts and what ifs and so on, it's really centered around you being a fool. Does that make sense? Yes. I I never had this in, in the trigger log when I worked. I said, should, shouldn't. I said I shouldn't feel this way, uh, meaning I'm still stuck. Uh, what if we meet again and I fall back to fear? I couldn't admit this, in not even in writing. For example, Angela, if someone's cheated on, say they're in a 10-year relationship or something like this, two people, 10-year relationship, and they find out that their partner has been cheating on them for the last three years and they didn't know. There's many traumatizing thoughts in all of that. But one of the main ones is it makes me look like a fool. Now I look like an idiot, you see. And this one is rarely ever forgiven or looked at to forgive because forgiveness happens naturally through seeing something clearly. So let's look at the should and shouldn't around now what the actual challenge is for you. Put it in those terms. Like I shouldn't have believed him. I should have paid more attention to the details showing me the lie what about i should have known i did know i just didn't want to admit i know okay perfect so i shouldn't have been in denial because the thing that you're finding difficult to admit to yourself is that you let it happen it's like i i kind of knew but i still i still let it happen this is a good one this one i can see it in your face right now like that is like so cringy in your body right now right that even though i knew i still somehow let this happen because the person you believe yourself to be says i would never let this happen if 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 we were to talk about this um prior to this happening okay so say this has never happened and me and you are having a chat and i said you know what you know what i see is going to happen for you angela this is what's going to happen you're going to go online, you're going to find some guy who's going to lie to you and you're going to kind of know what's happening and you're going to send this person the most vulnerable naked imagery of you while this whole shady business is going on. You would say, yeah, definitely, I'm going to do that. I can see what you're saying. Is that, is that what you say or would you say there's no chance in hell that's going to happen? Of course, I'd say there's no chance in hell. Okay. So what this situation has done is has contradicted who you think you are because you said, I would never do that. I, under no circumstances, I, with a gun to my head, wouldn't do that. 
this is what you'd say to me if we were talking about it prior. So he has taken away your identity because he proved to you you didn't know who you are. And that is infuriating. That is catastrophic to the ego, you see. And there are many people who would be tuning in with this that would be able to relate to going, I would never do this or that or the other thing and then find themselves in that situation. There is a saying that says, never say never because it's extremely arrogant because you don't know what you actually might do and what would happen and that then you would not be able to forgive yourself for because you never believed you would. But now you have and here we are. And the only way through is to discover who you are beyond the, th- the person who said, I would never, you see. Because you're not that person. And he's proven to you you're not that person. He's gifted you that proof. See? And so it's like, wow, that's a really strange way to look at this. Because I'm not saying what he's done is right and that people should do things like this. This is not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is indirectly through this crime, if you like, he has shown you, he has gifted you a reality, which is you didn't know who you are and he proved that. Now, that wasn't what he was set out to do. That was not a conscious thing in any way, shape or form. But that's what happened. So you are now coming to have to face this because part of you wants to keep the old Angela who who thinks she knows who she is. But when you go to inquire, it's proving to you you don't know who you are. It's proving it right in front of you. That's why you won't go through the whole process, you see. It's an identity crisis. Like, oh, no, I don't want to even go there. I get so angry. That anger um, really hits the solar plexus identity area. And it just is like, I'm going to keep this. I shouldn't have let this happen and it means I'm a fool. I think we could just work with it means I'm a fool. Can can you work with that? Does that does that resonate to you emotionally? Yes, 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 yes. I I was. <laughs> Perfect. So let's take let's take that through some inquiry, okay? Um there's a few things here. The shadow inquiry is quite powerful in that you can explore some of the nuances of this. Um, so looking at there's three different aspects of the shadow inquiry and, and, and of part two in that, which is list the judgments you have in respect to the nature of this problem. And that can be about the other, which you would have plenty of judgments about him, about yourself, which is where the core of the the trauma is. Um, concerned about what others think would also be in there, I would say, in terms of perhaps if other people knew that you let this happen and then they'd be like, oh, my gosh, the judgments they may have towards you because you let this happen could also be in there. So between the judgments about yourself and the judgments about others and what they think about you, which of those feels more like there's there's charge there for you? Oh, there's way more charge in, uh, about me because the it's, it's highlighted, you know. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> How could you have been so stupid? Uh, this is the the theme. Whatever, naive, however gently fool you want to put it, it's uh, it's fine. It's just it's stupid. <laughs> it's important to recognize, though, if you were on a planet on your own. Being a fool is not so bad, right? It's it's not such a big deal. No one knows that you're a fool. So what what does it really matter? Well, you don't know you're a fool either because who do you have to compare with? Well, no, you could be on an island on your own and um, doing things that are foolish and, and, and feeling like, my gosh, I'm, you know, what's wrong with me type thing. It can be additionally challenging to to know that other people might also know that right because it's more vulnerable because there's such a power play in the human kingdom okay 
And we experience this when we're younger with pecking order and all these things where it's like who's got that power through perception? And if someone can take that power away through perception, then you can be reduced lower and someone else can be you know, increased in their power. Something like this is one of those experiences where my power can be um, diminished through this through what's happened here okay and now revenge and things will come because it's like that may be a way to get my power back right that that's that's why that keeps churning over because it's like how do i get my power back revenge is one of the typical and very non-productive versions as we all know but man the seduction towards revenge is huge like Massive. So we'll just keep going with the self-judgment being the fool. You would continue to work with that in this case. The emotions you've already mentioned, feeling anxious, afraid, angry. Are there any other emotions in particular you'd like to navigate as a part of this? No, it's mostly between these two. Anything other than anger and fear is just a derivative of anger and fear. There's a word in anger that is humiliated. Humiliation is like major for the ego. Humiliation is like, if we're talking about power, it is like one of the most disempowering possibilities for the ego is to be humiliated. Hence why people are terrified of public speaking and things like this because there's a great potential to be humiliated, to be judged, and so on. There's so many circumstances where humiliation is possible, where people avoid at all costs. And what you're presenting is like high-hanging fruit humiliation. Your naked body in a sexual context being sent to people you know who are not invited to see that kind of thing. We're talking high, high hanging fruit humiliation right here. Okay. So this is, this is significant. Yes. I, but I, you know, afterwards I realized it was just the way my mind was set up to think about this kind of things. Like I've been brought up in a way that looking at your own body is shameful, you know, but um, that's stupid. And now I realize. I mean, you should be, should <laughs> should be proud of your own body i i realized this when i was talking to someone from the gym and was telling the, her about the situation i'm in and she was like so what so what if they're naked pictures of you so what it, you have a beautiful body and i was so in shock you know like i could think of it that way and then and then i'm not ashamed anymore so there's two parts to this that is very key then I shouldn't have been a fool and I shouldn't have celebrated my body. I shouldn't have revered my body. I shouldn't have, tell me how you would say it. Tell me, tell me how you would say it because what you're saying here is you in these images were being promiscuous, I imagine, um, and, 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 and what it's saying is you know that you're attractive, right? It's like, you know that you're sexy or you know that yeah these things are going to be attractive to the recipient, you see, and you shouldn't be even knowing that about yourself or celebrating that or showing that off. Tell me the words that resonate with you around that. The mindset that I had growing up was, yes, I shouldn't. The, the body is taboo. You only <laughs> reveal it uh, with lights out uh, in the bedroom and that's it. But I've kind of grown out of that. I, I don't feel that way that much anymore. I did back then. This What I'm saying is six, seven years back. Okay, so so the, the shame aspect has changed, has it, since? Six yes, yes. So maybe that wouldn't apply because I'm only looking for the shoulds and shouldn'ts, the what-ifs and so on, that have the negative charge now, that have... Because this keeps churning over in your mind from time to time. And all that means, Angela, when thoughts come up, it means something's unresolved. 
And the thought that the thought is trying to dissipate the energy that's held inside. So the thought is telling you there's a blockage and the thought's trying to release the blockage. That's what thoughts are in this sense. You come here to for my support because you're going, this blockage is not removing. I'm not quite getting to the right angle on it, you see. So as we speak, I'm supporting and going, okay, is this part of it? Is this this shame? I, sh- I should be ashamed of looking at my body this way. And as we talk about that, you're like, mm, I don't feel that. I don't feel that anymore. Yes, I felt it, but I, I healed that. Yes, I healed that. But what I didn't heal is how could I have been so stupid <laughs> like to even... To even begin that, you know, the shame part was at the end, okay, at the end of the relationship. But even to to start, <laughs> yeah, I should have seen through the bullshit in the first day, whatever, you know. Which is essentially saying I shouldn't have been the fool. And just use whatever words, everything you're saying your body language picks up to say that's where the charge is. Why am I bringing attention to this? Because when you were doing the inquiry on your own, you weren't going to this. You weren't going to, I'm a freaking idiot. I mean, I'm a, oh, I'm such an idiot. If you were honest with yourself, that's what you would have put. And then you would have gone, ah, It's, I shouldn't have been such an idiot. All right, you could put it that way. I should have known. I should have seen this from the start. I should have stopped this from the beginning when I knew this. These are your inquiry. And you're like, yes, I'm on because I am fired up. I am emotional. I My body is expressing clear messages. This is where the blockage is. I believe I. this is attached to my identity, okay? So we, uh, and then you could bring the others in, like we just said, and you turn, you, you feel them, and you're like, uh, no, that's not with me anymore. I don't feel that so much. I've something in the perception shifted. Maybe it was just that one conversation with that person. You're like, yeah, I am freaking hot. I don't care if, I'll, yeah, oh, okay, that's not it. But for someone else, Angela, that could be the major thing, you see. That could be the clincher of the whole thing is the shame that they, had in their sexual expression and that's it. That's where we'd have to go. But for you, that's not the case. Just sitting acutely, I am an idiot. I shouldn't have been an idiot. I shouldn't have let this happen. I should have known he was like this. You've got to stay right on the pulse right there because your identity doesn't want to go there, Angela. Your identity wants to keep the idea of yourself that you would never let this happen. Yeah, it feels frustrating and angry and not good to be stupid, you know? I mean, like, come on, let's get out of here. Now that you're so clear about what this is and you're not in denial of it, right? The habit that you would take, and it may take um, a few goes, is to go, okay, I know the thought is simply probably maybe you got three and I get you to write them down, okay? I shouldn't have been an idiot. I should have known. I shouldn't have let this happen. I should have stopped when I got the sense that this was bullshit. What, the, like just a couple of those, right? And I can see you light up again because like that's where it is. And then just simply ask, is it true? And sit with that as that witness of that thought knowing You are suffering that thought. You're not suffering the past. The past doesn't exist. You're only here. But because you believe it's true that you shouldn't have let all these things happen, it's a block in your system that keeps regurgitating on you to be released. So now that you've got it really clear, you come into that meditative space, self-recognition, If you would like to download a free beginner self-recognition guided meditation audio to start your journey of healing and freeing yourself from the inside out, see the link in the description or go to selfintelligence.com.
and and don't go half-ass on this, Angela. Don't beat around the bush on this. Really sit with those uncomfortable feelings. Observe those uncomfortable feelings. Bring that thought into your awareness and see the thought, I shouldn't have let this happen. I should have known better. I should have stopped it before it began when I sensed it was bullshit. This means I cannot trust myself. This means, what does it mean? Yeah, I cannot trust my judgment. I I make poor decisions. I should just stay in the house and don't go anywhere because every decision I make is shit. (laughs) Do you know how many people who may be watching this so humbled by and can resonate with I also would never believe in a million years I would let something like that happen and these things happen every day, right? There is such an arrogance behind this thought, I would never let this happen and now you are having to deal with the reality. So then the thought comes and the reality is not matching the thought, is it? So, okay, this should never have happened. Is that true? True being reality. It happened. So no. So no. So if truth is reality, now this no, who is saying this no? Is the one saying this no, the ego who understands the concept of the question Or is the one saying no, the fact of the awareness, accepting reality? Because that's where the healing takes place. The healing does not and will not take place in the concept of no. Only in the fact that is witnessed. I am witnessing a thought This thought is saying, I should never have let this happen and I'm suffering this thought. Can I see this thought? Yes. Does this thought have any reality to it? As I witness it right now, does this thought have anything to do with me as I witness it? See, because it certainly has something to do with who you believe you are, Angela. Who you believe you are would never have let this happen. See? That's who you believe you are. Yeah, but you know, I... This is a recurring thing. Um, So I shouldn't have let this happen. I have this with another before. It was not just eight months, it was seven years. And it wasn't online, it was a real life, living together relationship. And the same thing I shouldn't have let that happen when he first screamed at me you know like one month in not seven years later um so again apparently it's a pattern it was a pattern and it yeah it's a thing that has not healed yet let's be clear just about this it hasn't healed yet because of who you believe you are. Who you believe you are would never have let this happen. But fact is they did happen. But who you believe you are can't reconcile the fact that it happened. So when the thought comes, this should never have happened, you believe that is you saying that. So it stays. It it stays in place. And the only possibility you have if you believe that is to be the victim and then you'll be the perpetrator. There's no other option. That's the mathematical universal equation that will happen. The moment that you take this, as we have today, in its explicit clarity and witness that thought as the witness is the witness the thought, yes or no, I am witnessing I... This I is not 
is not the Angela that said, I would never do this or that. This I has no shape. This I has no past. This I has no quality of Angela, does it? So this I says, this is the I that answers your question. Is it true? I should never have let this man in the past scream at me and and abuse me for the last seven years. Because guess what? Again, me and you have a conversation when you're 13 years old. And I say, look, you're going to let some guy, I assume it's a guy, he's going to scream at you. He's going to do that in the first three months. And then you're going to let it happen for the next seven years. And you would say, there's no way in hell that's going to happen. Because I don't believe that's who I am. Who I am would never let that happen. That's who I believe. But the fact is different to that. And so healing cannot take place. Only because who you believe you are is not true. So this tune in right now, tune in to who is this Angela figure, this this Angela sense, this shape of Angela who says these things, I would never and I know who I am and I wouldn't let people abuse me and I'm not someone who gets taken advantage of and I'm savvy and switched on and you know, I'm direct and I won't let people take advantage of me. Who is this shape of you? Are you its witness as well? Can you witness that? Can you witness this version of Angela? Because reality has completely contradicted her. She didn't stand up for shit when reality hit you, <laughs> did she? All the signs came and she didn't do a thing. She, she let these things happen. She's just a construct, exactly. She's a, she's a construct. Um, of conditions, of beliefs, of social conditioning, of movies you watch, of influences of all kinds. It says, puts it all together and goes, yeah, I know who I am like this. And now life said, no, you don't. Look, I'll show you you don't. And it's robbed you of that false sense of self, giving you the opportunity to sit here right now and go, okay, I should not have let this happen because that's the idea of myself that I believe myself to be. Can I witness that thought? Yes, I can witness that thought right now. Yes, is this true? You can witness that thought? Yes. And is the witness of that thought right now this Angela you believe yourself to be, this version of yourself you believe yourself to be? No. Does this witness of this thought say, I would never... No. I mean, the witness can see the Angela and can see that I would never. So they can't be. Now, you, all you are to do, Angela, all you are to do from here on out is every time those thoughts, because it's a habit, so they'll come. Every time those thoughts come of that revenge, I just want to go over there and slap this guy. I just want to like, slam the door in his face and tell him he's a piece of shit and whatever the thought, whatever it is, right? Go, okay, yep, I I noticed you're there. And I'm not going to keep fueling that because it doesn't remove the block. What I'm going to do straight away is go to the should. I should never have let this happen. The moment I go there, I'm going to witness that thought. I'm going to take a few moments. I'm going to take five minutes to do this, okay? I'm going to take a few moments. I'm going to witness that thought. I'm going to feel the feelings. I'm not going to deny the anger and all that. Let those feelings be in your body. But you're not letting those feelings fuel how you're trying to um, heal yourself through the revenge. Because the revenge is, is promising you healing. Okay. But you know better than that. You know that. The, the healing is in the witnessing that this is not me because until I realize this is not me, it's going to stay. End of story. Yes? So now I see I witness 
I am suffering a thought. You sit with that until it's so obvious, so clear, so crystal clear that there cannot be another thought about revenge because it doesn't make sense to your clarity. And you do that over and over and over until the energetic is released. And why is it required to do over and over? Because you're only so willing to let go of this identity that you've formed over time. Okay, you're only so willing to let go of it little bit by little bit. Yeah, it doesn't want to go away. Of course, it's going to fight back. It's going to fight back, exactly, only because you believe it protects you. But what you've been proven is it doesn't protect you at all. In fact, this delusional version you believe yourself to be puts you in these situations. Because as the witness, when someone brings lies to you, you don't resonate. When someone brings falsity, you don't resonate. But when you are delusional, you resonate with delusional. So the I who said I would never is delusional. So therefore, they mirror delusion in their life, which was him. He and his lies were a reflection of you and your lies. That's hard to, that's a difficult pill to swallow, isn't it? Sometimes. I mean, it, for you, I don't think so, so much, but. The victim can only survive in the idea that they did the wrong thing because, of course, they did a wrong thing. That's easy to see that. But what's more challenging to see is they are just a reflection of my already delusional state which said I would never let this happen. I was already arrogant and lying to myself, not knowing, completely unconscious, and then they showed me that's the truth. And now I continue to suffer it because I won't let go of the delusional sense of myself because I refuse to witness potentially or I don't know how or wasn't shown or pointed to how to witness that thought. But instead of doing that, I love that you've come on because you know this work and still you are seeing for yourself, but some there's some unwillingness to go here. Even though I know this work, I, I would get to a point I don't want to go further. Now that... Angela is intelligence that is not being the fool and that is and exposing this today is you not being in the ego state that's afraid of being humiliated you see what I mean you're like no I'm going to offer it up I'm going to give this over I don't I, I don't want it anymore it doesn't serve me anymore and as you said you're already feeling just by bringing it up and by being clear about it and by being neutral about it, it's already lost its power, hasn't it, to some extent? Yeah, yeah, to some extent, yes. So let's say this was about, this looked to me like about an 8 or a 9 out of 10, like, charge, yeah? As you take it through inquiry, just notice the the level of charge when you think about the situation. All you have to do is think about it. The, the idiot, the I'm the full blood, that will insert itself instantly. Your work will show itself by how reduced the charge is. So you'll be like, wow, it used to be like an 8 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10, like furious, whatever. Now it's like a 6 or a 5 and now you can go, oh, well, I'm confident what I'm doing is working because as I keep looking at it and not deny it and not protect it, as I keep looking at it, it keeps reducing. And before you know it, it'll be a zero. The, the question is, are you prepared to do the work? The work being every time it arises that you take it right where we took it today, that you sit with that as the witness. That's all, it's, that all, it's, that's all it comes down to. It cannot survive you who you really are, not who you believe yourself to be, but who you really are. It cannot survive it. So I'm going to check in with you over, say, the next month. I would suggest doing this five minutes a day for a month. Just five minutes. Don't take long. You don't need to do the whole inquiry. Just this one this one thought. Don't write the thoughts down. You, you can do it from the session. Maybe there are three or four. Yes, the should about yourself, 
And then is it true? Be the witness of that thought. Just spend five minutes with it. That's it. And then just the next day, you just do this as a practice once a day. Okay. And then we'll we'll check back in. We'll check back in and see if we can bring this subject up and we will bring this subject up just how much the charge is. And it will depend on your sincerity, Angela. When you bring this back to your mind, bring it as as strongly as you can. Like don't let any part of it be hidden from you, if that makes sense. Just just those shoulds and shouldn'ts have got you've got to like get to like the core like of how much of an idiot you've been, you know. You you've really got to let that be be expressed explicitly. And poof, mate, she cannot last. She's gone. This thought's gone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm released. I'm released. Okay. So I'll I'll check in with you and um thank you so much for bringing up this um yeah, really challenging subject. I I find that the fact that you're even willing to to discuss this in this open way um is such a major step. Major step to to the recovery um of this. And that's that's what I love about bringing these types of subjects to an open forum because how many people feel stupid and like an idiot and a fool in this life? Just countless people. I shouldn't have let this happen, that happen, particularly in relationships. My gosh, like massively and living with the shame and the continual sense of self-doubt and mistrust of self because of these things that have happened. And while that remains, all that happens is the potential for more of it to happen because it's got to prove itself. If you feel like a fool, you have to prove that you're a fool. That's how it works, right? You got to validate it. And it's like, nah, <laughs> why, don't, why don't you just learn the lesson? Well, you got my instruction and the homework and um, we'll tune back in. So thank you for, for bringing this to all of our awareness for all of our healing to take place. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you got value out of this, please share it so that other people can benefit also. If you are fed up with the drama, overwhelm or suffering going on in your life and you would like expert guidance and support tailored to your situation, come and be a guest on the Self-Intelligence Podcast. Don't go another day confused how to address the challenges you are facing. If you want to be a guest, go to the link in the description below. And for more information about self-intelligence, including joining my next wake-up experience or detailed information about my 12-week self-intelligence course, go to selfintelligence.com.